Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Tune Machine. I am Andy Hot Dawson. Bow, bow, bow. I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? You sounded unsure of yourself there, Sam. You sounded as if you didn't know who you were for a second. Are you well, okay? I'm, I'm back. I almost wanted to call myself I am Sam Euro 96 Delaney because we are, <laughs> we are, go, we are spinning back in time to... Yep. The greatest year ever, Euro, a yep. year that will forever be known in the history books as simply Euro '96. The whole year is Euro '96, is that yeah. correct? Yeah, whole year is Euro. That's how it works. To be honest, I call the whole era, the mid '90s Britpop era. I just call all of that just, Euro '96. Just now. Euro '96, right? I even okay. when we were driving to my mother-in-law's the other day, my my good wife and I. As we parked in a side street near my mother-in-law's, I said, I like this side street. It's a bit Euro mm. 96. And my <laughs> wife's got used to this now. And she said, what do you mean? I said, mm. well, coming round here, it reminds me of having my first car. Mm. And I used to, you know, when I was first going out with, with my wife, and I'd go around and she was still living with her mum. And so it just made me feel nostalgic. I'm a very nostalgic yeah. person. Yeah. And I went, this street, to me, is very Euro 96. Feels Euro 96, she, yeah. She rolled her eyes, but I think she knew what I meant. I think so. I mean, uh, during the year itself, if somebody had asked you how old you were, for example, would you have just said, mm. I'm Euro 96? Yeah, I would have done yeah. that. I yeah. still say that now. <laughs> if someone, even on a questionnaire, it says yeah. age, I go Euro 96. Or if Euro it says 96. date of birth, if they've got a box, they have two boxes for day, two boxes for year, four bo- uh, t- two boxes for month, four boxes for year, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Not me, mate. I write right across the middle of that, yeah. Euro 96. Yeah, yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> so, right, okay, we're looking at the chart from the top 40 from 22nd of August 1996, which was kind of... Well, I suppose the end of the summer, really. Um, I don't know what the weather was like that week. I don't know if there's a way of looking back at weather. Histori- is there a historical weather website? I'm sure there is. Yeah, I, I reckon there must be. Maybe that's another little sub-pod we could do. Top what, like weather machine. We, we, weather deep dives. A particular yeah, weather well, we on a certain back, week. We pick a random day from history and we go back and look at the weather that day. Yeah. I'm looking at it now. Weather history and data archive. Past weather for any city, time and date. Oh, 
oh my god this is brilliant past weather London, where is it look at London and Sunderland during this week I can't world weather right London I don't think this gives you world weather this just looks like current weather I'm having me fucking piss taken out of me here yesterday past weather for the past oh Oh, it only goes back to 2009. Oh, oh that's pathetic. a shame. Absolutely weather, pathetic. Weather during October, August 90. This so is fascinating sunny. listening, I'm sure, for the It for was the so listeners. sunny, the whole of 96, the whole of Euro 96, I remember. From about 1994, about September 94 through till May 97, it was just sunny the whole time. There is YouTube. Wow, someone's done all the weather forecasts for all of the days. So we're looking at 22nd of August, 1996. I am now about to click on the BBC weather forecast for that date. Bet you any money, it's gorgeous. And it's David Lee that's doing the forecast. Uh, Let's see what it's going to look like. Very cloudy. Very cloudy in the evening. Oh! Oh, the the whole country's drenched in cloud. No way. Oh, that's so bad. The evening, uh, a lot of rain, very cloudy and, and rainy, lots of rain. Uh, some brightness down the north, sorry, the east coast. More rain, uh, and then into Friday, which I guess was the next day, we should really be looking at the 21st of August. I'm sure this is f- David Lee again. Fascinating stuff. Yeah. So... Uh, what have we got for the, the, uh, the I mean, oh, was it the, the Thursday morning, lots of brightness across the country. Uh, overnight, 10 degrees in the north, 11 in the south. Oh, that's just like um, it. That's not that good for August, is it? Oh, hang on. 20, Thursday afternoon, 21 degrees in the north, 22 in the south. These cunts are just making up as they go along. It's bullshit. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, the weather was uh, a bit up and down. I'm glad we've done that. We can add that to so all of the these. Web- uh, that's the weather ones that we covered. Do. <laughs> um, <laughs> well done, us. Uh, so I can't remember what songs we talked about. There's so many good songs in this chart, though. I, I mean, we, we just really we just done "Wannabe" by Spice Girls at number one, and then Gary Barlow yeah. at number forty. So we had everything oh, yeah, we in had between. Gary Barlow, didn't we? Now Michael well, Jackson uh, was at number two, New In, 3T featuring Michael Jackson. I have no recollection of that. And I'm a big Jacko fan, as you are. I think um, I have I no think, recollection of this. I'm not a big Jacko fan. I like the stuff oh, no, until I started doing the nonsense. I'm not really. Well, I'm not a fan. I, that, mate, I'm not a fan of paedophilia. That's not what I meant. I'm not saying, yeah, I'm, right. to be honest, I'm quite into it. I think it's pretty hip. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's out there. It's edgy. Uh, not going to deny it. <laughs> not going to deny it. It's uh, yeah, it's not for everyone. Yeah. But uh, the way okay. he did it, I thought okay. it was pretty cool. Okay, that's enough of that. Three uh, T, I, I think, were his proteges. I think. I think he discovered them or signed them to his his label, or some such nonsense. Three uh, T. Um, oh, it's the three sons of Tito Jackson. Oh, my old mate. Funnily enough, Your I just reshared my picture of me with the I Jacksons on Twitter. Yeah. I don't know if you Cosmos. saw it. It's a pretty good picture, that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
3T, um, American R&B pop music trio featuring the three sons of Tito Jackson uh, and Dolores D.D. Jackson, uh, whoever that is. So they are Terriano Adaril Jackson Jr., also known as Taj, Tarrell Jackson and Tito Joe Jackson, known as TJ. Their uncle, Michael Jackson, mentored the trio and signed them to his label, MJJ Entertainment. There you go. And also gave them a big uh, lift with the appearing on the first song. Um, I don't know where they are now. They appear to still be going. Um, last album came out 2015. I haven't really done much since 2016. Um, I don't remember oh, well, anything about them. this song either. From my memories nothing. of hanging out with the Jacksons, um, yeah. that's what I'm claiming I did. Yeah. It's talk spot, wasn't it? The photograph. It was talk radio. It was, talk they came radio. on my talk show. And you know what? As well, me and producer Mark talk about this a lot because it's such a weird day. They came in to pre-record it, right? Um, so before the show started, they came in a couple of hours earlier because they were doing. A, they were on a whirlwind publicity tour, and we mm. got them all into this sort of side studio, like the is, ones is we, you any, and I used to is, first record. Yeah, is there any other kind of publicity tour other than a whirlwind one? It's always a whirlwind. All of the Jacksons. It's Sorry. not like you're the Jacksons. You'd be gutted if your publicist said, yeah, well, I've got you a chat with the Brentford and Chiswick Times. They want you to do something about your favourite plants. It's a regular yeah. thing they have. And That's... then I think that Mumsnet might do a Q&A with one yeah. of you. But we're and not then sure. There's, then there's two days That's... off. And then, then yeah. we're going into well, Top Radio you to see the sites. in the morning. Uh yeah. In the afternoon, we might have something lined up. I'm not sure yet. I'll let you know. Then there's another day <laughs> off. Yeah, that's not a whirlwind publicity tour, is it? And they're like, listen, what is the point of us flying all the way? Us, the Jacksons. That's five tickets. You want us mm-hmm. to... That's five tickets all the way from where we live. In Los Angeles, the United <coughs> States. We all like to fly at least business class. There's a lot of money if we're not going to be doing much most days we're there. Where are we mm. staying? We're the Jacksons, don't, don't fuck about. We yeah. Fucking get us over there. Get the job you done, can... fuck off again. It's, it's got, if, you know what our thing is when it comes to obviously, we've always said this, it's whirlwind or nout. That's what we're, yeah. that's the rule that we operate by. No, but they turned Funny out, and the, there, was this, there was an idiot there who was the sort of head kind of technician of the station. And it was in one of those little studios that we idiot. gave birth <laughs> to Top Flight Time Machine. We did, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, still remember it, yeah that we used to nick for about the first year Top Flight Time Machine we used to just nick these studios just go in and use it yeah and it was in one of those and the Jacksons were all in there it's like I'm fucking can't believe it I'm sat here with the Jacksons we're sharing banter it's going fucking amazingly all of them were dead nice apart from Jermaine who wasn't unnice but he was quite um, he was quite cautious and he he was standoffish yeah yeah did you feel at any point that they were going to ask you to join the Jacksons did you think? I felt that there was a big chance, yeah, because there was yeah. a natural. They hadn't seen me sing or dance, yeah. but they did. But the chemistry there, was, was there, clear, and you can see it in the picture. There was a mm. huge chemistry between us. I think it was probably only because of Jermaine that you didn't get invited. Really, I think that that standoffishness trans- transmitted to the rest of the group, and the offer didn't <laughs> come because they thought they <laughs> thought mm, Jermaine's not feeling <laughs> this. Because I mean, they're brothers; they know to- each other, don't they? Yeah, and I got a sense he was the leader as well. I got, yeah. I got basically this this technician right. He was quite notorious at um, those studios that Talksport and Talk Radio used to be in for just being an oaf. 
right? Grumpy, mm. oafish, Jobsworth. And he, he right. was like Mr. Bennett from bloody heart, you know, take heart. You know, like oh, yeah. calamitous yeah. sort of caretaker figure who'd always come in at the wrong time. And he fucking... St- I'm not joking. I'm sitting there recording a wonderful chat with the Jacksons and he fucking just waltzed in. Waltzed in without a buying or leave. No apology, no nothing. And he went, there's something... And he just grabbed one of their microphones and started, like, sticking his ear to it and adjusting it. <laughs> and I went, "What? we're in the middle of an interview here. And he went, with yeah, the there's something not right with one of these mics. And I said, well, look, well, it's fine. We'll deal with it after. He said, no, trust me. Like that. And I'm thinking, trust you, mate. These are the fucking Jacksons. I think they know more about microphones than you, you prick. <laughs> I actually made a... I made a... I went Lampard on him. I made a formal complaint to the management. Did you? Yeah. Fucking hell. I did. I was fuming because I could see them thinking, fuck me, we're the Jacksons. Yeah. We're being interviewed by this fucking nobody, right? We're doing yeah. them a favour. And that, then some old man, proper old man, kind of like, oh, I don't know who they are. He was sort of making a big deal out of the fact that it didn't matter to him who they were. He had his job to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we've had them all that in there, sort, yeah. That sort of a prick. I, I don't care who you are. You could be the Queen of England. There's my mic's making a hiss that I'm coming in to fix it. <laughs> Fuck off. I went, I went, yeah, I went to the management. I went, that ghastly man, the mechanic or what, whatever he's called, he came in when I was interviewing the Jackson family and he ruined my whole, fr- my entire flow. <laughs> I mean, yes, it'll come together in the edit, but you'll be able to tell there was an interruption. Everyone will be able to there tell. There was a natural flow to my banter. It's my trademark. And that flow was interrupted. And he made a fool of me. <laughs> in front of the Jacksons, who, I may add, I think were about to ask me to join their troop. Until he ruined it. And now I'm stuck here with you plebs. Who can I sue? Doing this miser- this dismal radio show. <laughs> day in and day out day in day out come in talk to some know nothing Brexit this Brexit that I should be in I should be singing pop music songs on the stage in Las Vegas but stuck here with you ghastly people that is that's how I funny felt. how life can just turn on a pin isn't it like that yeah it was yeah. like that all could have been so very that's different the Jacksons, for you, Fuck them. That's... At number three, we've got it going on. <laughs> Claim the Backstreet Boys. Well, yeah. what do you reckon they've got going on? Um, I don't know. So probably something um, shady. Um, mm. There's a, apparently there's a very good but also Obviously quite skipping. horrific book about the Backstreet Boys manager. Yeah. It was called Lou something or other, and he was the manager of NSYNC as well. Right. Mr. John Backstreet, yeah. Um, and that, that book's supposed to be really good because I don't really understand it, but what he had going was a massive Ponzi scheme. And I don't oh, know wow. how, but that's what the whole Backstreet Boys end thing that, was. Maybe that's and what we've got it going on was about. Sadly, well, maybe, but sadly, also with Michael Jackson at number two, there was also uh, an undercurrent of paedophilia as well, I believe. Oh, dear. So uh, that was all was going on. Was there any Ponzi scheme or paedophilia linked to the Macarena by Los Del Rio? Not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of. It could well be used as bait at underage discos because it's very popular. My dad, song with the, the youth. My dad, weirdly, he was going through like his second or third midlife crisis during Euro '96. Wow, hard, hard to keep count, isn't it? Sometimes. It, yeah, it, like with him. Yeah, I mean, but he, this one was spectacular. 
And it was All quite right. good because um, I was a good age to enjoy it. Like when yeah. I was younger, it would have scared me. Now at this age, it sort of depressed me. But at my Euro 96 peak, all I was interested in was hedonism. Euro and 96. If I could, yeah, mm. I just wanted to Euro 96 all the time. And if I could get that at rock bottom prices, then I was like <laughs> loving it. Jalapeño. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Jalapeño. Oh, my dad really fucking went for it because he'd, he'd split up with his second wife and he just started like, he was fucking on it like a car bonnet, right? And what, I was... What age would he have been up then? In Euro 96, he would have been 56. 56. Born in 1940. So, so it was a big fucking moment for him because he was still doing pretty well in his career. Um, and so he had some money. Right, yeah. and and he suddenly was, you know, his second marriage had, had broken down, and he mm. just like he he was having parties and there was drugs and everything, and he was like, I would come back from university with my new girlfriend, go, oh yes, uh, maybe you'd like to meet my dad, he's having a birthday party, and she's probably picturing a fucking normal fifty six year old's birthday party, yeah, right, yeah, which is the sort of thing Cardigan me and you would do slippers. for our birthdays. Yeah, yeah. I mean we're we're not that old, but we basically <laughs> maybe, might as well maybe a barbecue, something like garden that. Garden yeah. centre, maybe go yeah. and have lunch and he likes the the cafe in the garden centre, so we'll probably go there. God. Yeah. My dad had this he had this flat and there was all these get like sexy women there and like there was it was fucking mad and I think <laughs> Maybe low low level, it did probably depress me and traumatise me, maybe. But that must have been that was subconscious because actually, what well, at the time I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> everything's free, wicked. As my dad, I've never lived with him, but he's like, he's an all right bloke, really. That's what my attitude was. He's all right, really. He likes football, getting on it, and he's a, yeah, he's always got loads of birds around. Yeah, he's all right. And uh, he's one of the loaded generation. That was how he was living a little bit. And he had, anyway, the reason I think of him was he was really into, do you know what? This is, I don't want to take this out because he he was, look, he was living out loud. And, you know, we're all humans and sometimes things happen. And that happened to my dad. And he, he was really, I won't lie, in his car, he had loads of the Shine compilation CDs. Yeah. I don't know if you remember them. You probably knocked a lot oh, of them out, actually, at our price. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Mate, he had them all. Shine 1, Shine 2, Shine 3. <laughs> shine all 9. Of 
I think he whacked him on when he had a younger lady in the car with him. Yeah, so that, like this one, do ya? You and I are going to live forever. It was one of these situations. So he got really into Britpop. He liked Supergrass and Shed 7, all that. Um, but he really liked the Macarena by Los Del Rio. And at this oh, birthday party right. I attended, and like my my girlfriend was like, literally like, what the fuck is this? This is your, mm. that's your dad. And I was like, well, yeah. And I'm not slating him for it. He was having a fun time and midlife sort of, you know, if you, your marriage is broken down, you've got to spend yeah. a few years processing that. And he, yeah. um, but someone had got him a toy, a mechanical chimpanzee that sang and danced the Macarena. Oh, <laughs> wow. He fucking loved it. It was a bit like, you know, like you can get the Billy Big Bass thing that like yes. stick on your wall and it sings and all that. Fish. It yeah. was it it was like that. But it this stood up and he had it sort of on his mantelpiece there and he would go and he'd do all this, you know. Oi Look at this. Look at this. Hey, Gather round and he'd press the button yeah, gather round like Chris Evans on TFI Friday would always have a toy on the table, wouldn't it? <laughs> that was his catchphrase, wasn't it? Gather round yeah. everyone Yeah he'd go gather round, gather round, gather round and we go, Oh what hijinks is Barry up to now? And he'd go <laughs> and press it, and this fucking monkey would start going. <laughs> oh, he should have seen the look on my girlfriend's face. That's your dad. Yeah. <laughs> the one with the fucking dancing mechanical monkey doing the macarena. <laughs> yeah. How many Shine albums does he own? He's got the lot, mate. Volumes one yeah, through till ten. He got, he's got a slipcase box to keep them all in. And how old is he? 56. 56 years of age. <laughs> I wonder if um, I wonder if Macarena was a kind of a conduit in order to get the, some of the sexy ladies to dance with him. Because the kind of Maybe. song you could dance to up close and personal, do you know what I mean? Bit of bumping and grinding. I wouldn't be surprised. There was all sorts going on. I think there was, can, um, there was, there was drugs of all sorts hanging around and some of them were almost certainly Viagra. Mm. And uh, can... what were the dancing monkey, the Viagra pills and the shine CDs? I mean, he was a magnet for sexy ladies. You can still get the Macarena monkey on um, ah. on eBay. I might get him. And there's him. lots of clips of it on YouTube. Ah, oh, brilliant, mate. Well, that'll bring it all back. Barry. <laughs> all of us forming a circle all of his sons <laughs> off their nuts on gap which we definitely would have been all forming a circle around our absentee father who who, who, who who had left in 1976 20 years later we're at his rig all forming a circle around a mechanical monkey going go on Barry <laughs> Barry, <laughs> as as uh, as Elton John sang, it's the circle of life, isn't it? Yeah. Pretty much. It look, says, lads, uh, I, I, look, "I know I wasn't always there for you when you were lads, <laughs> and that's a shame." But life goals, you'll find as you get older, life is a map of many roads, and it's impossible <laughs> sometimes to find your way up the right one. Sometimes you go up dead ends or one ways. Sometimes you go down a blind path. 
Well, I want you to know now I've got I've got a lot of making up to do, and that is why I've thrown this party with drugs and sexy ladies and a dancing monkey and invited all of you and your girlfriends because I want to bond with you and get to know you better. Now, if you look over there on the shelf, you'll see I've got all ten volumes of the Shine series of Britpop compilations. Pick your favourite. We'll have it on. You can't take any away, but what I can do is copy them onto cassette for you. <laughs> and I'll do that myself. I'll do it. I can't let them leave the house because they're very important to me, but I will put them, I will, I will take them. I've got the facilities do to do that. I can't do them tonight because we're having the party, but if you write down on a bit of paper, the one you want, put it on the pin board in the kitchen and then I'll do them maybe the middle of next week. <laughs> Once and we I'll, calm I'll down be a little bit. with my face covered in coke. <laughs> Dad, if I want a few songs off of volume one, but then a song off of volume eight, and another song of volume seven, would you put them all together, do you reckon? No! Uh, no, you're taking the piss now. I'm quite busy. Uh, what with my thriving career, and also all the sexy ladies that I'm managing to get off with since and, the divorce. And the monkey. <laughs> There's a lot. I've got a lot of in plate, so I can't be fussing around taking songs off different shine compilations. Because no, what, what, what the way I do it is, I just set the CD off to play, and I set the cassette recorder, and it just does it, and I go off and do something else. I'm not putting compilations can, together for you, I even though you be son. I'll go off, get off with a lady, and by the time I finish that, then it's just timed quite Bang. nice. And I turn the tape over. Because it's a C90, and I'll do them on two sides for you. Then I might says, turn on the Macarena uh, monkey Macarena for a monkey, bit. Ma- Macarena monkey gorilla sings and shakes, 1997. Uh, and someone's put in the comments, uh, yep, back in 97, these were the things that amused us. Didn't have to have Bluetooth or Wi-Fi connection. <laughs> Quite right. <laughs> My dad would say the same. We, yeah, you know, my dad, yeah. if I called him now, he'd say something. He goes, you didn't need Bluetooth in those days, mate. Not in Euro 96. All you need was a couple, couple of fucking double-A batteries up that monkey's ass, and you were away. Yeah. Jesus Christ, there's fucking hundreds of clips of the fucking thing on YouTube. Everyone's thought it's a good thing to uh, film it and put it on YouTube. So, yeah, Macarena my, um, there, number three in the chart. Um, yeah. What else have we got? I'm on the wrong screen now. Um... We've what done good enough, didn't we? I really don't we, like that song. Like, no offence to Dodgy, but um, there's, there's something about it that depresses me. Yeah. It was, Born uh, Slippy. It's kind, of the, it's kind of like the millstone around the neck, isn't it? Like, Wake Up Boo was for the Boo Radleys. That didn't represent them yeah. much, but it was yeah, a Yeah, similar uh, sort of songs in a way. Just sort of too... I don't know, silly. Um, Born silly Slippy, songs. I think we talked about it. Born Slippy is basically the ultimate Euro 96 song, really, isn't it? Oh, yeah, of course it is, yeah. That's the unofficial anthem of Euro 96, wasn't it? I mean, it is, yeah. When the train spotting come out, was it June or something like that? Yeah. It was all happening around the same time. Just that whole that. era. I went to see train spotting at the, uh, the, the Audion Cinema, I think it was, in Newcastle, on my own one afternoon. During wow. the hour price day off during Whoa, the you week. must have left that cinema feeling a bit weird. I was buzzing. Punching the air, stomping down the street. Shouting Euro 96. Shouting Euro 96 at anyone who would listen. It was one of the most Euro 96. I mean, you could argue that tw- the train spotting coming out was almost more Euro 96 than Euro 96 itself. It was, yeah. Yeah, it was Euro 96 cubed, if you like. It was. Uh, it totally was, yeah. What else is the, going the, on? The, Scooby the, Snacks, Fun of Criminals. Good. 
What's that, oh, sorry? you don't like Huey Morgan, do you? Nah, not keen. Nah. So you, I know you Probably don't, don't know like why I mentioned it, really. I know. I, I wouldn't have mentioned it because there's certain things I avoid because I don't because I think how this will anger Andy. Just forget but I said you it. it out now. Just forget I said it. All, I mean, all I say is I've said it before. I've said it to you. We don't see eye to eye on it. But I think the music he plays on his Saturday show on Six Music is the best music you can get. Yeah. And does he choose it, it or does his producer choose it? He totally chooses it. It's a curated all show. Right. But he has to, because of the laws of the, the rules of the station, play certain number of playlist tracks a, w- a right. week. And he makes a really big deal out of saying, this is from the playlist. It's his way of saying, I didn't choose this one. That's why I, it's shit. Oh, he's cool. He's a renegade. Yeah. I admit they're yeah. making no, it clear he, he this one. He does it all himself. Okay. He does it all himself. I can right. see his personality is not for everyone, but I, I'm a fan of his. But let's leave it at that. Yeah, let's not um, argue about it. What else is it? Yeah. It's quite, I don't know, it's not a great chart, this, to be honest. I'm looking I at it. I think it's, it's brilliant. What about Higher State of Consciousness? Yeah, that's Josh brilliant. Wing? Yeah. yeah. I'm just looking at other stuff. Down, uh, Freedom, Robbie Williams, that can fuck off. Brian Adams, they can fuck off. Alicia's at the that was dull. All right, Fucking what about Peter number 22, Trash there. by Suede? That's a good track, isn't it? Yeah, that's a great song, yeah. First one from the third album. With a litter on the street. Yeah. With the centre half of Leeds. Or something like that. Um, No, that's what I used to sing along to it. I used to sing that to it. I I don't know why. It got in my head and never never left it. It's good. I love things like that. Um, Here's one that I I predict might might anger you a bit. I don't know why. This is pure instinct here. Cool. And I'm almost masochistic by bringing it up because in my mind I'm bringing it up because I think. Uh, Peacock Soup by Paul Weller. Yeah, no time for that at all. Nah. I knew you wouldn't have time for that. That, that era of Weller wasn't for me. That whole no, Wildwood, Stanley Road stuff. Well, Wildwood was before that. I thought Stanley Road became his big, I think it probably remains, I don't know, his biggest selling album. I didn't like that. I thought that was where he really cashed in. Mm. because I felt that there was because Britpop had got big and because people like Noel Gallagher and everyone were looking up to him and he was something he really oh, cashed in fucking, and he made everything yeah. almost like a silly sort of pastiche of modern yeah. 60s culture whereas I actually liked Wildwood and his first solo album which is my favourite because he was still sort of doing new things his first solo album was more of a like soulful sort of acid jazz album and yeah. then with this he was just thought fuck this I'm going to do I'm just going to have a target on the cover and mm-hmm. cash in, ride around on my scooter and all the rest of it. So, yeah, I agree with no, you on that. that I think that wasn't Peacock for me at all, Soup and this album, a bit like, tedious. I didn't, like much, I didn't like much of the solo stuff, but then the, some of the recent stuff he's done, I think, is really good. He's almost trying to shake off his fan base with some of the recent stuff that he's done. He, that he album likes doing that. He did last year, was it? On Saturn, I think it was called. Last year's yeah, album. Yeah, it was really popular, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, really yeah, good. Actually, yeah, I remember you recommending that to me and I downloaded it. Yeah, it's good. And then but he's got I prefer some it when he goes a bit out. more soulful than when he does sort of weird sort of 60s rock. It's kind of, got, it's kind of gone a bit psychedelic and weird and, and there's all sorts yeah. of influences being mashed together in the stuff he does now. And he's got some new stuff coming out. He's got an album coming out called Fat Pop Volume 1, which well, is good. good. And the first single from that, first single from that sounds a lot like um, Girls and Boys by Blur. I really? think. Yeah. So again, he's just doing whatever the fuck he likes. Fat I'm, pop I'm all in favour of it. Fat pop volume one. That's yeah. A, 
Best name for an album I've heard since Shine, Volume 8. <laughs> it what was else? Shine, Shine else On, was it? Shine On sounds like a Shine. Euro 96 thing. Shine, Shine On. Anything else you want to... One more. Anything you want to pick to talk about, Sam? All right. Um, what about Divine Comedy becoming more like Alfie? Uh, yeah. I haven't really got much to say about that. I met him once on a radio uh, show. He's a really nice bloke, that bloke, Neil Hannah. Yeah. Top fella. I love Divine Comedy Not- kind of um, before they were big because it was one of those things that I'd hear in Our Price that had been like yeah. well-reviewed. So we'd have it in the shop and I'd, have, and, I'd listen to it. And it's like the early strange, stuff. And then, and then he, uh, Chris Evans got his fucking claws oh. into the group and then they became big for a bit. And becoming more like Alfie's kind of on the cusp of Divine Comedy stuff that I like because I don't like the stuff where he's almost trying to be too witty. And like the National Express by Divine Comedy is fucking horrific. Yeah. I can't listen to it. Fucking song about the National Express. Fuck right off. Uh, Yeah, but like becoming more like Alfie was on the cusp of that because it was a little bit tongue in cheek. And I just thought. Yeah, and I can see why it appealed to Chris Evans. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, cunt. yeah. But um, yeah, but so it's not. I'm not a fan of that. But I did love the Divine Comedies. Some of the stuff after that album, and some of the loads of the stuff before it. The album they did, which is called a short album about love, which was romantic songs. That was really, really good. Right, we're going to wrap this episode up there because we had a couple of technical problems with the connection. So uh, that's that's the end of it. So I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, the next connection you make could be the one that saves your life. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 